Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Are you trying to find the perfect distribution platform to get your music on Spotify and Apple? I personally use and love DistroKid. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash DistroKid to get a small discount and get access to a platform with unlimited uploads for a yearly fee. Happy uploading and enjoy the show. One, two, three. Hello and welcome back to the Mixing Music Podcast. I am your host, DK. And with me, as always, is... First one of the year. L1 Limiter Lou. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, shoot, I need to shout out the person that uh, that told us that on, on the Discord. We had someone on Discord. People on Discord are always giving us names to use for the podcast and we've had a bunch of good ones i'm, I'm about to pull it up right now because we're in front of the computer so this is actually a very interesting episode as for the first time ever we're recording it but we're also streaming it live so we're literally on twitch right now oh yeah streaming this recording process live okay yeah low latency lou l1 limiter lou thank you daniel daniel dot roberts one on discord for use for sending those we have a bunch of other nicknames that we're going to be using in the future episodes should we just make a thread just for people to submit lou's there you go <laughs> like a whole channel for lou nicknames I think that's a good idea. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> so a couple things before we start. Join us on Discord. There's over 550, about 550 other audio engineers, producers, songwriters, artists on Discord. The link to join our Discord is on MixingMusicPodcast.com. Um, also, again, join us on Twitch. Lou and I are uh, streaming on Twitch. Lou recently became a new Twitch affiliate. Little clap to you. That means he's able to monetize his channel and reach more audiences, and you can give him tips and all we that can, jazz. We I'm, can make money. There you go. And, and I'm also a Twitch affiliate. So Monday, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific Standard Time. Actually, we start early. Start at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, we are streaming us recording the podcast live. Hopefully we're going to be doing this every week from now on and we're going to make these. And the reason why you want to join in and preview these episodes in real time on Mondays is that we will be actually while we're recording, we'll be taking questions and kind of curating each episode um, and, and make each episode a little bit more interactive. So to get there, you go to twitch.tv backslash DK mixes. That is D E E K E I mixes one more time, Twitch, or you can just go to live dot oh wait, DK mixes dot live. That works too. That'll take you to my tip page, <laughs> to my, <laughs> my homepage for my lives. He's letting you know where DK to send mixes the tips. Live. <laughs> DK mixes dot live. Follow us on Twitch and master by Lou. So Lou does a Twitch stream on Monday nights at 6 PM. That is twitch.tv backslash mastered by Lou. And you can find us both here at in the mix studios, uh, going live 
on Twitch. And it's a lot of fun. It's totally free. You can come in and interact while we're recording. And it's literally not scripted. As you guys can see, we're literally trying to decide what it is live. I think anybody that listens to the podcast uh, is pretty obvious. It can pretty obviously tell that nothing is scripted. Because Did you hear the ADHD <laughs> in our recordings? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're really excited today. And we, it is now a new year. It is 2022. Congratulations, y'all. We all survived. Little applause for everybody here. Yay! Um, snip, snap, snip, snap. Snip, snap, snip, snap. But uh, we're really grateful for everybody that's tuning in and listening to the podcast for this long. We're... We're looking forward to another great year of content. Isotope is back on board to sponsor the show again. We'll have more continued deals with Isotope products that we're really excited about. Also, we are still sponsored by, as we're using their microphones, Loughton Audio. Thank you so much for Loughton Audio. They are honestly some of the best microphones on the market for low to high-end budget, and we really recommend actually using these mics. The LS-208s are really great. Yeah, I, uh, one of the people that produces for a lot of major artists, he always books our studio. He was asking me, he's like, hey, you know, I just got this mic and it's just not fitting right for me. I'm like, dude, you got to try the 208. He returned the mic that he bought, got the 208. The next time I saw him, he's like, dude, best mic I've ever used, hands down. Like, I use it for actual recordings. Absolutely. And so like the LS2A, it's great. It's a condenser shotgun style type, like really tight cardioid mic. So the room and the surrounding noise, it's less sensitive to, which is really great. Thank you so much for sponsoring Loughton. Um, as well as FilePass, if you want to link to FilePass, I've pitched FilePass so many times. It's like Google Drop, it's like Google Drive, but for engineers, and it's absolutely amazing. You can host your plot, your prof, uh, your music, and you send files to clients, and they can't download it until it's paid for. So it's like some sort of paid restriction platform as well. So you yeah. can I hold mentioned on to it files. as on the stream as like if you want to take your career seriously, you want to have somebody that's going to make sure you get paid before the masters are released. File passes your friend. Yeah, and I really do recommend it. And you can find links to all this stuff, and we do get a little kickback from any of these companies. You can find all these links on mixingmusicpodcast.com. All right, let's talk about the good stuff. Let's, let's talk about goals. And I want to talk about some goals that I had set for 2021. Mm-hmm. And I want you to talk about some goals that you set for 2021. And then we'll talk about goals that we're looking to set for 2022. Okay. Because I, I want to sit down and write down my goals and properly thinking think about them, but I want to dedicate this episode to thinking out loud and brainstorming before I like properly write them down. But for you, 2021, what were some of your goals? Uh, to be honest, it was about establishing some systems. That was the number one goal because uh, we talked about this uh, either an episode or two ago about uh, building a team and then my need to actually learn to trust in my team. And part of that was not minimizing the amount of work I do, but how much work I'm putting in to get the same job done. And it was funny because I even told you, I'm like, dude, file pass has saved me a lot of time. Um, using Canva has helped me out with a lot of the media posting and all that for like Instagram, doing social media. Um, Trello, which you showed me, has actually helped out a lot. It was all about really trying to minimize how much work goes into getting the same amount of work done. Yeah. It's like we, we've mentioned this before, like the 80-20 principle, where usually people will find that 80% of the work that they put in re- results in 20% of their income Yes, versus like 20% of the work that they put in somehow results in 80% of their income and how yep. to continually you know, change that and upgrade your system so 
more and more of your income is related to the amount of work that you put in. And this is incredibly important because we did a really great job this year doing that. Well, we could do better always, but I think that I think from where we started and most importantly, I, I can testify, (laughs) weird to say that, uh, that, that this year at the beginning of the year, when we first started the studio, or it was technically last year, uh, I mean, 2020 at the fall of 2020, but during the beginning of 2021, you had a lot of pushback and gave me a lot of pushback about, okay, I want to be in control. No, I need to know what's going on. And yes, that's, that is in my nature. Over the year, you got a lot more comfortable letting go of doing the technical work, which in turn, we haven't made less money, but you've been able to spend more time at home. Which is great. Like I literally was talking about that, what I was doing yesterday. Like I did stream yesterday. I'll, I'll be honest. I did come to the studio for a lesson, but I made a point to just come in, do the work that I needed to do. Went back home, had a barbecue with my family, went on these little uh, link scooters, those things you find on the street, just enjoy, enjoyed my time with my family versus being like, I need to work more. There's a, a book called Atomic Habits that I'm yet to read, but there's a quote from that book called, people do not rise to the level of their goals. They fall to the level of their systems. Yep. So that was a very I can important. attest to that. So, uh, so that's a very good quote and a very good, that's a really great goal. And how did you feel like you did this year? A lot better than I thought I could. Uh, like I said on the last episode, um, it was a challenge learning to just let go and trust because part of it is, uh, as you said, it's like the the oldest sibling syndrome. Well, I'm not the oldest sibling, but owning a business is like owning, having a baby in a sense because you're like, oh, my God, like what if something happens? What if something happens to my baby? I wasn't there to prevent it. I wasn't there to make this better. Yeah. Yeah. And and that part of it is scary, kind of giving up a little bit of control. But at the same time... It's so relieving. Yeah, it, it does help relax. I think that we've both gotten better at easing up on relaxing this year. And I, I do think um, that we both have experience in the sense that usually when people kind of mature into the adolescence of their business, they tend to get complacent and no longer are working on their business as much and they rely yeah. on somebody else. But I think that we've been able to balance relieving responsibility from ourselves, but at the same time, making sure and being in charge of things that are important, making sure the machine is running smoothly. I think the thing that helped us a lot with that is um, part of building our systems uh, with our business was saying what we actually need to worry about and then delegating what is what we don't need to worry about. Like, for instance, I don't really know so much about graphic arts, but I'm really glad that we have Matt to help us out with that. Uh, For a long time, we had Henry helping us out make video and all that. We had Danny helping us out with ads and outreach and all that. To be honest, that's a lot of work for one person to handle, even two people to handle. So the fact that we actually were able to delegate those responsibilities to our team helped us out a lot. Yeah. Is there any other goals that you had for this year that you felt like you did well with? Uh, For 2021... Actually, one of them was go home more often. And that that was part of systems and result, right? Uh, the better the systems were put, the more often I'd be able to actually have that happen. But I found myself making it a point to go home. And I kept telling myself, go home. Like, you have a fiancé at home. Uh, you probably don't need to be here till four in the morning, five days a week. Because for a long time, that's how it was. But... Today, I was telling my fiance, I'm like, hey, you know, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be there by eight thirty. I'm gonna work from nine o'clock till ten o'clock tonight, and then I'm just gonna go home. So being home by ten or ten thirty, whatever, feels great compared to before. Yeah, and I feel like that's part of the habits that I was trying to build last year, trying to go home more often and, and I, sooner. Yeah, and I think that's also like setting expectation with clients. You've done a better job with as yeah. well. Setting up boundaries, really. Yeah, we've talked a lot about that. The importance yeah. of of choosing your clientele. Yeah, and um, anything else? Because I got I, a few. Those those were the main ones. Those were the main ones. Okay. Yeah. So here's my here's my three that I had. I had one was spend more time with family. So that meant getting my family out to LA, because as you know, yeah. with my son being born, yeah, that was a whole. It was a shit show. I don't I don't know if there's a, I don't. I think that that word even then is not strong enough. I don't think shit show is strong Fuck enough show? of how <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad and emotionally very traumatizing, heavy to not be with my wife and kids because my youngest, my new son, who I found out when he was born was handicapped, was still in the NICU and, and just recovering. And, and I just wasn't spending time. I felt like I, I failed father in many ways. And, and just getting them, finally getting them out to LA, getting the baby out of the hospital, and now he's here, and we've gotten all the insurance stuff taken care of. It's just the biggest blessing ever, and and that was the first goal. That was a huge, like the way I saw it was lifestyle stabilization. Yeah, like it literally went into like a chaotic mode for a moment, but you seem to have stabilized it since. Oh, by yeah. a long shot. Yeah, granted that. Me by myself, I am just a ball of chaotic energy. So it, until my wife yes. comes into play, <laughs> now there's no order, and uh, I will lose my mind. And <laughs> uh, the second goal of mine was more um, financial stability, and I wasn't looking for a number per se, but I didn't want to live paycheck to paycheck, and yeah. I want to get out yeah. of that and save some money. And I think that I was able to do that this year. Um, and I, and that was a big, that was, there was just a lot going on and I was somehow able to put that together and make it a little bit less stressful. And, uh, we're really grateful for that and save some money. So, and the last thing, the third thing for me was to read some books. And did I read some books this year? I had a friend that I, I was telling you about earlier off stream, but, uh, I had a friend, he posted on Facebook in 2021, I made the goal to read 10 books. And he's like, I ended up reading 156. And I'm like, damn. Talk about setting a goal and being like, that wasn't big enough. Yeah, like a 15%, <laughs> 15 times increase. That's incredible. And and first off, that is extremely motivational. Like, I want to do that. I don't think I'm going to read 150 books this year. But um, this last year, I said that I would read a book a month. And I read a little bit more than that. I read, I read closer to about... Actually, no, it was about a buck a month. <laughs> I read about 10 to, 10, to, 10 to 12 books. I have to recount. No, maybe it was a little bit more. But there's a lot of really good books that I read. And I'm trying to ramp it up. I'm, gonna, I'm pushing my number up to 20 this year. I want to read more. In fact, I think I can do more than 20. I just have to be consistent with my time. I'm just not going to lie. I read two. That, this, hey, that's better than zero. It, it definitely is. But it's like this guy read 157. I had a hard time finding the time for two. <laughs> yeah, I'm noticing that with reading... It's it's literally just about consistency. So like I'm trying this thing right now where I'm reading 25 minutes a day every day because 
I hate, like, it's so, reading is so incredible because every time that I sit down and read, I learn so damn much that, like, the only other way that I can learn that much is if a mentor took me to his place of work and made me do the work on his behalf with him behind my shoulder. That's the only other time and place that a book may not offer as much knowledge. But, like... That's the way I learn the most. Like, you can... Like, other people can make... Like, when you hear the story of, like... When you hear people say, let other people make mistakes so you can learn from them. Like, I think the best way to really, truly implement that is through reading. Like, I think that me watching my myself or my wife or my my family or whoever, friends, make mistakes and me trying to learn from them is not as effective as me learn, reading and, like, them well thought out. Like, edited everything in, in a very succinct thought presentation. You can learn from that. And, like, they usually with the way that they write, especially with nonfiction... They, the last few paragraphs of the chapter sums everything up and kind of tells you how to implement everything. So it's just absolutely just one of those things that changed my mindset about this. And I think that I have a lot more to learn. I think that I'm, I'm not even close to 156 or whatever the hell the number was, but I do want to read more books this year. I think you just added to my goal list for this year. And I think my goal, to be honest... I think my goal is less going to be about the number of books rather than the consistency, the consistency. Like I want to spend 25 minutes a day, at least four days a week, 25 minutes a day reading at night or in the morning. So, and, and I'm good at reading. I've just been so bad at being consistent because as a creative, as we all are, we're just really creatives are naturally bad at being consistent where we don't have that order in our lives. Um, and <laughs> I mean, if you have ADHD, it do, it also doesn't add on really yeah, well. So, so I think it's just a matter of focusing and self-discipline and trying to stay consistent. Talking about consistency and discipline, I should have done this. I offered to do it, but then we got distracted and didn't do it before the show. Um, me and my wife have been doing a breathing exercise every oh, night yeah, before we go to bed. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it's called the Wim Hof method of breathing and basically you hyperventilate <laughs> what the hell dude and, i am already overweight <laughs> and then and then you just like flood your bloodstream with oxygen and turn your blood like alkaline for a minute because of all the ox- oxygen and and there's a chance that you pass out but anyway it kind of like resets your circulation system by like hyper oxygenating your blood and then you hold your breath and like let the oxygen get out and you do that three times it's a whole thing and it's actually incredible like usually I go to bed and I'm usually cold when I go to bed well I get out of the shower and I like to run my showers hot but uh, yeah mine are probably hotter than hell <laughs> and then so with that like um, uh, we've just been doing that every night and that's actually been good I, we've been doing it now for a week it's been actually really good and my wife was like this actually I think is sleep? helping not so much with sleep. I feel like it, well, yes, but I think it helps relax at the end of the day. And I think it helps with like muscle relief and tension in the body. Just like, it's like relaxation, yeah. meditation. But anyway, it's been really good. They, they actually tell you to do it. Um, it's recommended to do it like first thing in the morning and, or before you eat. Um, and if you have trouble focusing, if you're having muscle fatigue or before you exercise even, um, to do this, to do this, uh, okay. The exercise one kind of scares me a little bit because you're already almost passing out. Cause it's a, it's a pretty, <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it. It's a pretty aggressive meditation. Yeah. It sounds like it. Like I, I, but I then again, like I, 
Briefly, oh. briefly passed out. Okay, I don't know about doing this before I exercise then, because I'm already going to pass out during exercise. No, it, it feel, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this. Like, it feels so good. And there's a lot of scientific proof, medical science proof, that shows that this is actually one way to kind of revitalize the body and, and the circulation system every once in a while, kind of reset the body. Okay. So we're going to do this after the after the show. Let's do it. But, uh, I, I'm, but going back I'm to my like, habits. I'm pillows on the I floor think, just in case. I think for 2022, between you and I, and I'm going to, again, I want to take the time to write down my goals, but I think I'm thinking about somehow implementing some sort of quanti- quant- quantitative, is that the right word? Quantitative, quantifiable. Quantifiable goal around the idea of consistency. And I think I'm going to format it in 25 minutes of reading four days a week. That makes sense. And at that point, you could do what you've been doing, which is study with me. Yeah. Which, to be honest... I think I told you earlier, it was uh, one of those things I was going to try for this year, except it's not reading. It's just trying to get myself back on like- Watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we talked about this in the past, but like this is for another episode, but you know how it goes. After so much of the repetitive information, you're like, I'm tired of hearing this. Mm. Um, and I think there's enough new information out there for me to be very intrigued again. Yeah. I, I do- Recently, again, have been finding more joy in studying on YouTube about audio. Yeah. And actually, I think that I'm going to read this year. I'm going to read one of those books that they gave me in college, like Master Guidebook Handbook of Recording and Mixing. Have you seen the ones I brought to the studio? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm actually going to like sit down and read through one this year. I want. I should. One of uh, my live sound book actually has nothing but highlights across the... This is why I'm such a nerd about certain things, because I literally studied speaker design in those books, and then I got really into it. So if you get to the speaker section, it's either green or yellow or something, but it's drenched. Wow. It is drenched. I'm like, oh, so this is how the Wolford designed on this one, and this is why it has this kind of dispersion pattern, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I do yeah. that all the time. Like, I cannot read without a highlighter. Yeah. It just kind of organizes it, my mind. Yeah, exactly. And then I forget where I left off if I don't use a marker. Yeah. So yeah. so 2022, we got a little off tangent, but uh, yeah. on tangent, but tell me, what are, what are some ideas of goals that you want to set for 2022? So I set two personal goals and one more professional goal, which uh, the two personal goals um, were to not destructively compare myself anymore, which I feel Tell like a, a lot of people about, about that. that. I don't, I don't want to yeah. get too personal. No, no, no. It's all good. But I think this is something that we do a lot, even in a professional realm, which is everybody wants analog gear. Everybody wants the nice studio. Everybody wants X, Y, Z. The reality is it's not going to help you with your business as much as you working on your business and focusing on what your business needs, not what other people are flashing. The reality is a lot of times too, is we compare our career, our path to where we are at. And I really just don't want to do that anymore. It's too destructive. It's too distracting too. Uh, Instead of focusing on what I'm doing and what's in front of me, I'm distracted by what other people are doing and what's in front of them. Yeah. And that is not helping my business. It's not helping me personally. It's just, not helpful. Now, I say destructively in the sense that uh, I say distractingly in the sense that we don't want to run into the issue that you start comparing yourself that you go off course of where you should have been going, of yeah. where you originally set your goals, but you started adding goals that didn't matter to the original goal because of comparison. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I this actually goes hand in hand with what I was reading last night. So, um, 
I'm almost done with this. Another book that I was reading. I'm almost done with it called the four agreements and the second agreement of the four agreements, this hidden Toltec wisdom. Uh, it's, it's actually a pretty good book and it's a pretty short read, but uh, the second point was to basically never seek validation, never take anything personally, which means for the good and bad too. So like never take anything personally in the sense that uh, not only is taking things personal. So if someone, if something, someone that's something, ah, something that someone says offends you, then that is a very ultimate form of selfishness, meaning that you're you're thinking that the world revolves around you. So yeah. to, as, first off, it goes into basically talking about how you shouldn't compare yourself to others and put yourself down. But it also talks about how even if someone compliments, you shouldn't take it personally because you know who you are and you don't need validation. You don't need to live the war, live your life needing to be told you're doing good. Mm-hmm. You know that you are a good person. You're working on your stuff. And, and I think that's one of the secrets that we're all trying to unlock yeah. is because I think I that's, think that's true. And it's, yeah, honestly speaking, like everybody gets a jolly when they're told that they're doing something right or what they do is cool. But I found myself many times when I feel confident about something, I get lazier about it, which makes it worse off for me. And that's a personal thing. So if you guys can ever just down smash me, just insult me a little, I'll work harder. Yeah. <laughs> just I, a that's, a funny way, that's a funny way to put it. I'm not going to insult you. But Dude, your mix sucks balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do better. I'll do better. <laughs> no, but uh, I think that's a really good goal. Yeah, the other personal one was really kind of goes with the um, what was it? Oh yeah, uh, not. I just don't want to criticize anymore. I I don't want to. I don't want to really not not care. But if somebody does something and I think it's stupid or I don't like it or whatever, and we talked about this in the past because um, sometimes we work with clients whose music is not our personal taste and whatever, what the hell does that have to do with me? But the reality is many times I've found myself and like many others, we find ourselves critiquing another person because either we want to feel better about our own situation or we're frustrated with their choice and whatever. But the reality is it has nothing to do with us. Yeah, And it's only once again, distracting us from our own personal goals, our own intentions. And that has no purpose in my life. So I'm going to, one of my goals is to do better at not criticizing people. The other part is not comparing myself because those two tie in with each other. Oh, I think that's, that's a really great, great goal. I think, um, they're personal goals, but professionally speaking, if you start criticizing another person in the room and you don't know that they work with each other or that they know each other, you might've just shot yourself in the foot in the dumbest way. And and I think there's a lot of different perspectives that we can take a tangent off this from, but like, yeah. I think one of the tangents that that comes to off my mind, the, the thoughts to piggyback on that is the idea of, again, being so into being a dad right now. Um, one of the most difficult things to do is to not over love and to not over care. And that is incredibly difficult. Um, yeah, I can if, imagine. If anybody knows the story of like Oedipus Rex, the, the classic. Oh, I know that story. The classic story of the Oedipus mother, right? And, and Oof. like, so we all have there, we can have, all of us can ha- probably have had somebody in our lives, ex-girlfriends, ex-boyfriends, fathers, mothers, or anybody related or not related that have honestly cared a little bit too much. 
I, Absolutely. And I think that when that happens and you have, for example, for me, I have a very much an Oedipus father. My father cares way too much. It's not good for his health. He's very fear-driven about my progress. He thinks that I'm going to ruin everybody's life, <laughs> life, and he's very concerned for over-concerned. And I think that, um, and there's therapy involved in all this stuff. So absolutely, <laughs> like, absolutely, we're not yeah. going to go too deep into it. But, um, but I do think that that sometimes the criticism, the desire to criticize, comes from a really good place, a place of love, mm-hmm. of of interest in that other person. But I do think that it's a really good idea to be careful with your criticism and let people learn. And, and I do think that that in translate, I think a perfect love is not more love. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, honestly, it, it does make sense. It may sound weird when voiced or overthought, but the reality is, you know, uh, I was talking about this with Anna, like, you know, the idea of like, if we had a kid, like, what would you want to do? What would you want to teach them? Like, at the end of the day, I just remember wanting to learn what I wanted to learn and what my parents' influence were, what my aunts and uncles' influence were, what their opinions were. I remember, and this is this is kind of sad. It's also kind of funny, but it's it's truth. I remember wanting to be a fireman, and in Spanish, they're called bomberos. You know what else is a bombero? A guy that blows up balloons. So, yo, I want to be that kind of bombero. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, what do you do for a living, balloon guy? <laughs> but um, the funny thing is, like. I remember changing my view when I got made fun of for it. Mm. I started, you know, they were having a good joke, but I cared too much. That's that's also the first the first uh, agreement of the the four agreements yeah. is that words and ideas are basically can be poison. Yeah. So like, if they you can, tell yourself, they can take you off course. Yeah, if you tell yourself, yeah. I don't want, it's not cool to do this, or I don't want to do this, then that it can become a complex. Exactly, which is why those two goals for this year are personally really important. Because you should re- I'm going to challenge you to read the four agreements. I'm going to let you borrow okay. it after I finish it. Okay. It's a short book. It's a, it's pro- it's shorter than the Go Giver. Uh, I'll is do like better on the challenge. I will do a study with me on it. There you go. There you go. Yeah, sweet. I think that's a it's a really good book, and I'm appreciating a lot right now. Um, yeah. What's what's the business one? Uh, the business one is I'm. It's kind of funny because it, it ties more to Midside Sound, my personal business, because I know we're very well managed in the way we do things here. Uh, the cool thing is when you have a partner, you have accountability, where when you have your own business, you are your own accountability. Who's going to who's gonna tell you anything? Doesn't always work out in the best effort. So one thing that I noticed in the last two years that I've been doing my taxes is um, there's a lot of money coming out from things that I have forgotten about. And because of that, I've noticed that there is expenses that don't need to exist, that no longer serve a purpose. There's also um, expenses on things that I've bought that didn't necessarily help the business. Uh, We talk about analog gear being something that has a really bad ROI. But the reality is... Are you talking about Slate plugins? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I mean, yes. No, I'm just kidding. If you guys like Slate, whatever. But like, I had them for years, and then I canceled them, never looked back, never never missed them once. Hey, it's my job to have an opinion. So I'm going to say, if you like Slate, that's fine. But there's a reason why I don't. (laughs) (laughs) You can find that reason on another episode. No. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, it's... um, My goal for this year is to restructure every last penny that comes in and out of my accounts. Mm. I want complete separation of my business versus personal versus anything. If I want to take a vacation, separate savings account for that with a structured, like, um, I guess, 
percentage that comes out of my account every month, this and that, so that I can actually keep track, be more organized and have to worry less when it comes to tax season about where's my receipts, where's my cost, what's actual profit, what's not profit. Um, because at the end of the year, it's always kind of scary wondering how much I'm going to pay in taxes or what my tax person's going to ask me for. And it's also a lifestyle thing. If you know where your money is going, you can control what your expenses are. You can control what your overhead is entirely, at which point you can completely change your lifestyle. Like, it's funny. We talked about your grocery list. How much do you spend a month? About 200 bucks or less. You know how much I spend every time I go to Vons? Like about 150 to 200 bucks. I go to Vons like three times a month. Which, so, by the way, anybody that's listening right now, so my wife and I were really good at not spending money. It's impressively I'm good. I'm, I'm prop like I will say that I'm not rich, but if I am, it's because it's not because of how much I'm making. It's because of how much I don't spend. Like we literally spend 200 bucks or less on groceries every month. Yeah, dude. Like I need to get to that point. I've met people where um, they tell me their total living cost is around like a thousand a month. And um, that's what like a studio apartment in like Chinatown, whatever, like they're, they're obviously living super frugal. But when I asked them, like, what do you do for a living? They're like, just odd jobs. You know, I don't have to structure myself around how much overhead I have anymore. My overhead is so low. I do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to do whatever I want. I want to create a better future for me and my fiance. I think that's actually really great. So, like financial structure and yeah. and reevaluating your income and expenses. What do you actually need? Like I found out I was Kind of like doing a profit loss statement. Yeah, exactly. Like, like kinda... I was uh, looking over and I found out that for the last two and a half years, I've been paying for Outlook, uh, like Microsoft Excel and all that kind of stuff. That's fine. But then I but asked my fiance. <laughs> no, no, I asked my fiance because I bought it for her for her work and everything. And it turns out that her work actually paid for it now, and I didn't know. So I'm I'm okay with it. It's only five dollars a month, but it's three years worth of five dollars a month. That so wasn't like, necessary. Part of me just kind of hurt, and I was like, "Look, I didn't even notice the five dollars. That's that's less than the cup of my freaking coffee." But still, though, like, how do I? How am I not keeping track of this? This this is irresponsible on my end, and I just I uh, I'm 30 years old saying I want to adult better. Yeah, that's uh. I think we all can adult better. I don't. I don't think that that's uh. You guys, I don't think that there's any sort of. I don't think it's an issue, but you have to admit, how many times have you seen me scheming through uh, Sweetwater? Like, ooh, oh, you see that five thousand dollar compressor? <laughs> Is it gonna make me money? No. Is it gonna bring me new clients? No. Is it gonna get me clout? Yes. Do I want the clout? I don't even know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, I do think um. Uh, anyway, I think that we all have a struggle with, we all struggle with becoming adults more and more. I don't think that this is some thing that ends magically at the age of 30 or 40 or something like that. I can't like wait that. to have a kid and be so confused. Yeah. I think like, yo, I'm going to tell you again and again and again, I think having a kid is one of the best business decisions I could ever make in my life. And, uh, I credit a lot of my financial success through my goals from having kids and even having a second kid. So, uh, granted take that with a grain of salt. It's not okay for anybody to just have kids without thinking about it first. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, on that note, I think that's kind of like it. Um, the important part of this episode and we challenge anybody that's listening right now 
is go ahead and think about goals for yourself. There are so many resources out there on YouTube, on blogs and books about the proper, the most effective way to set goals. And more importantly, how to stay consistent and and set them in a way that's achievable, that motivates you to achieve them rather than to become, to start looking like a very high wall that's difficult to overcome. You know, I actually did look up one video uh, after my sister mentioned something to me. And uh, at first I I thought it was a little weird, but it made sense. So I kind of just decided to do a quick Google search on it and a video came up. And the idea is if you're doing the exercise goal, don't plan on doing a, like I go five days a week uh, and I spend you know, I do 10 miles or whatever, because 10 miles is hard, but rather do a certain amount of time. You're just going to run for 15 minutes today. It's okay to do those 15 minutes as long as you stay consistent, but you will find results even in those 15 minutes. If you did a mile in 15 minutes, you might be at a mile and a half in 15 minutes. You eventually may be at two miles in 15 minutes, but uh, apparently people stick to their goals more when it comes to exercise if they do a timed goal versus a specific length goal, like two miles, 10 miles, whatever. Because a lot of people will try to do like, oh, you know, I want to lose 20 pounds in three months, but then they don't realize that their body plateaus. They don't realize that a lot of it's just water weight and not actual fat. Um, but doing timed apparently helps a lot of people stick to their goal. Hmm. So there's different ways. Go on YouTube. There's so a ton my of resources. 25, my 25 minutes of reading is, is better than I, the yeah, number yeah. of books. Like they said, like if you do a specific amount of time versus a specific numeric goal, that the consistency builds up and stays with you. This is this is the idea of staying grounded. And I think this is a very important idea. The idea of of being grounded is the idea that you there's no way that you're an expert in all things. So if you yeah. want to dive more into exercising then it is dumb for you to just go to the gym and make your own exercise plan with without consulting any sort of an expert even if it's just going online to watch a simple youtube video yeah it is i got the best results when working with trainers so exactly so it's like whether if, and if you can't have someone with you then at least looking up uh, by professionals who know yeah. more than you. I think that's the idea of staying grounded. And there's I think diet based trainers too. Like there's like a uh, vegan, uh, trainers who are like, Hey, obviously because we don't eat certain things, we don't have as much resource in certain things. These kind of exercises work to your benefit because of this. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's one. Of, okay. Anyway, we're, we're going to get on a super deep tangents yeah, yeah, if yeah. I do that. But, uh, uh, please set goals. Um, set goals that are sustainable. Sustainability is always the name of the game here. And we here at In The Mix Studios and from the Mixing Music Podcast are wishing you the best of the best 2022s. And hopefully you find a lot of peace, a lot of joy, a lot of self-satisfaction. And you're able to rip yourself away from the old skin and become anew as you are let me keep making this corny and cornier. Hold on. As are born we shedding? Again, shedding old skin in in 2022 and becoming a better version of yourself, whatever that means. And we are going to rise like a phoenix. No. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. One more time. <laughs> That's the weakest phoenix call I've ever heard. <laughs> so on that note, happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. One, two, three. Are you tired of using Google Drive or Dropbox to send files to clients? 
Well, never get burned again with FilePass. I love and use FilePass exclusively for sending files to my clients. It's a cloud file sharing website specifically made by engineers for engineers. It's absolutely amazing. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash FilePass to check out the full feature list and subscribe today. Never lose another dime to burned projects. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 